Have patience with me, and I will pay you all. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. Reverend Canon, candidates, dear faithful, are we ready, ready to defend ourselves against attacks? Do we have the means to protect our families? Do we even have the strength and power to overcome enemies? Whether or not we have a firearms cabinet to prepare for that day, God forbid, St. Paul, in today's epistle, calls us to arms, but for a more worthy cause, a more spiritual cause. There are certainly forces that are against us, and St. Paul reminds us that our wrestling is against principalities, powers, against the rulers of the world of this darkness, against the spirits of wickedness in the high places. The devil, St. Peter says, as a roaring lion, goes about seeking whom he may devour. Now we know who we should be defending ourselves and our families. It is the devil and the evil that wants to dominate this world. This great peril is something we need to resist and continually battle. So St. Paul tells us to suit up, to take arms, to put on the armor of God, the strong girdle for our Lord to help us with our conviction of the truth of the teaching of Christ. How many of us, dear faithful, are catechized in the teachings of the church, but are not willing to defend her and Jesus Christ? from attack. Let us listen to St. Paul then and also shield our bodies with the holiness of sanctifying grace. Let us put on the helmet of salvation, equip ourselves with the sword of spirit which is the Holy Scriptures. And how many of our Bibles are collecting dust in our homes right now? And how often do we open them to meditate on the sweet sacred history of our faith? Christ used scripture to defend against Satan, tempting him in the desert. So must we do the same by taking the holy scriptures to our hearts? Let us protect ourselves then by using the shield of faith that we may persevere in this great virtue till we are called for our eternal reward. Let us also walk with the gospel as we head out into battle. And having followed then the prescriptions of St. Paul, let us indeed walk with today's gospel, which we have meditated before arriving to Holy Mass. Imagine a man who collected so much debt that he now faces the wrath of the king to which he owes money, 10,000 talents. 
in today's standards, we approximate it to be several million dollars. That is a lot of debt, dear faithful. No wonder why the king was going to sell the man, his wife, and children, and all that he possessed in order to pay for his debt. This man who owed the king must have been so fearful of his doom that he asked the king to have patience with him and he will pay it all. The king who is like our Lord had been moved with pity and completely forgave what the man owed. Complete forgiveness was extended to this man. Yet this man, who got forgiven of his debt, had a servant who owed him money, much, much less, 100 pence worth, which was equivalent to about three months of wages, or by us other sources, just seven of your American dollars. And unfortunately, this man, who is now debt-free, placed his servant to the prison without any pity nor patience until he paid his debt. However, the king found out about this man who sent that other servant to prison. This man who was completely forgiven of his debt, yet refused to do the same act of pity to the other man who owed him money. This king, of course, had gotten angry and sent this unkind man to the torturers until he paid all his debt. Hearing such a gospel would have us move to forgive. Yet we continue day in and day out to be unmerciful to others. While the Lord is so merciful to us with His grace and forgiveness of sin. We continue to see the offenses of others which might be insignificant, yet we offended God so much more, worth millions of dollars. Now, let us remember St. Paul as we gear up for the battle by also thinking we can conquer the snares of the enemy and all adversity with patience and forgiveness. Patience is something we might be lacking, just like the man who wanted his debt repaid. But we must remember how God has been so patient with all of us in our own conversion and our own continual self-denial of our own will in order that the will of God reigns. Patience, if we keep practicing it, will help us win and help us to be victorious over sin and the devil. St. Francis de Sales says, patience on this particular aspect. You need patience, he says, and God will give it to you if you make a special point of asking Him, and if you make yourself practice it faithfully, preparing yourself for this every morning by particularly applying some point in your meditation to it, and making up your mind firmly 
to keep patience all day, every time you feel yourself slipping. Do not lose any opportunity, however small, of showing sweetness of temper toward everyone. Do not trust in your industry to carry you successfully through all your faults, but only in God's help, and then the rest securely in His care for you, believing that He will do what is best for you, providing that you, for your part, work diligently and yet without straining, without straining and gently, for violent effort spoils both your heart and the business at hand, and it is not really diligence, but rather over-eagerness and agitation. The saint continues by saying, Be patient with everyone, but especially with yourself. You should not be troubled about your imperfections, and that you should always have courage to pick yourself up afterwards. There is no better way of getting there in the end, in the spiritual life, than always starting all over again and never thinking that you have done enough. So on this very cold Sunday, especially for a Californian, we have been warmed up by the words of our Lord, of St. Paul, of St. Francis de Sales. Yet we can do so much more by burning in the love of God like a furnace. And what better way to do that than to also be an oven of God's mercy to others. The word mercy is often overused and diluted. But true mercy implies that we are also forgiving of others, just as God has been so forgiving of all of us. Also, it does not simply suffice to dig a hole and place a hatchet in it, or let the water run under the bridge, as famous sayings go. We need to forgive from our soul, from our heart, to banish all hate and coldness, to eliminate any sign of revenge. We need to be charitable to one another, and that is a must. It is not an option. To love our enemies as well would help us to totally be forgiving. It is the only way. For those who are merciful, they will be shown mercy, as our Lord said. And for those who lack in mercy, severe punishment awaits. If we obstinately are unmerciful and unforgiving, holding grudges, the King, our Lord, and His most merciful and sacred heart will say to us, Depart from me. Words we pray we don't hear on the day of judgment. And what shall it be then, dear faithful? Shall we practice patience and forgiveness, like the great king who had forgiven the debt of his servant? Or shall we be wicked like the evil one, and despise mercy and forgiveness? Our Lord patiently waits for our answer to follow him. And our Lord will forgive us if we are indeed and truly contrite. So let us choose 
the better part, dear faithful, and gun down anything that does not help us with our blessed union with God in the next life. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.